0: those of you who were in Sunday school and heard the lesson this morning, I see a pattern with the, the lesson that was taught and the songs that have been sung today. I, I see the Lord providing for his people. For those of you who don't know, uh, Pastor and, and Sister Candy are out today. They're sick. Uh, Pastor's got a nerve inflamed in his neck and it's causing him to have severe headaches and not think clearly. And And Sister Candy is suffering from the flu and she's, she's recovering, but but uh, they were not able to come with us today. And so, so a lot of this this was put together last minute, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because as much good and as much work as, as Pastor and Sister Candy do, they, they understand that this is God's church. And, and whenever people of God show up and do stuff for God, He shows up. He shows up and He makes a way and He'll, he'll get what you need today. The Lord is in this place, and I'm excited to see what the Word of the Lord is going to be today. I'm excited to see what the man of God is going to bring. So let's give Brother Jake a hand as he comes to deliver the Word.
1: Give that to the Lord one more time. Come on. If, if, if you mean what you've worshipped about, if you mean what you've sung about today, if, if, you mean what you, if you mean what you sing, why don't you say it right now? Come on. We can, we, can, we can listen to the music, but it, it, you know it's great to think about Jesus, but it's, it's better to speak about Jesus. Yes. I wish someone right now could lift up another praise. Come on, somebody. I mean, if you mean what you sing, if you mean what you lift your hands about. If it's not all for show, then could right now, you just lift your voice and lift your hands and lift your heart and just love the Lord. Love him because he walks with you through the fire. Love him because he won't leave you in the waters to drown. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God is so good to us. God is so good to us. I'm so thankful for all of the I'm thankful for the people of God I'm thankful for the help that we have in this church I'm thankful for people that are willing able to do what needs to be done And most of all I'm thankful to know that where two or three are gathered together in his name Amen. he's here in the midst we got whole entire families that are sick some families out of town, things like that. But I'm here. At least a couple of y'all's here, and Jesus is here. Amen. If you want to turn with me, not going to be long today. This is something that I have uh, dove into a little bit before with our in our regeneration class. I want to bring it today in a way that will help us as a church. In Ruth, chapter 1, starting in verse 1, it says, Now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled that there was a famine in the land, and a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah, went to sojourn in the country of Moab, he and his wife and his two sons. And the name of the man was Elimelech, and the name of his wife, Naomi, and the name of his two sons, Mahlon." and Chilion, Ephrathites of Bethlehem, Judah. And they came into the country of Moab and continued there. And Elimelech, Naomi's husband, died, and she was left, and her two sons, and they took them wives of the women of Moab, and the name of one was Orpah, not Oprah. Can't tell you how many times I've read Oprah to myself. Orpah, and the name of the other Ruth. And they dwelled there about ten years. And Mahlon and Chilion died also, both of them, and the woman was left of her two sons and her husband. Then she arose with her daughters-in-law, that she might return from the country of Moab, for she had heard in the country of Moab how that the Lord had visited his people in giving them bread. Wherefore she went forth out of the place where she was and her daughters-in-law with her, and they went on the way to return into the land of Judah. I'll stop there before I get with the rest of my reading. Could you lift your hands and your voice one more time? Lord, we're so thankful for what you've done today already. Lord, how you've touched our hearts, Lord, encouraged us and moved on us. And Lord, right now this is your word that is forever settled. This is your living word that helps us and leads us and guides us. And I pray right now that every heart and mind would be open. I pray that you would help. Thou our unbelief today, and increase our faith, Lord. Give us an openness to receive Your word. Help us, Lord, today, not to be under uh, condemnation, but if need be, conviction. Lord, prick our hearts today, and get us, Lord, in the right mindset. Get us, Lord, in the right thought process. Help us today, or We want to be what You've called us to be. In the name of Jesus, everyone said, "In the name of Jesus." Clap your hands to the Lord. Amen. You can be seated today. And so we see <clears throat> that Naomi and Elimelech they were they lived in what you might call the house of bread, yeah, Bethlehem. It was Known as. And Elimelech and Naomi, when a famine came, when things started to get hard, they decided to leave Bethlehem and they went to Moab. They said, We got to go somewhere and get what we need. We got to find something so that we can live. And while they were there, ended up, just long story short, after After her sons had married women from Moab uh, they died. her husband died they they found hardship in Moab. They left to go find what they needed, but they find they found hardship and death in moab and now we see that Naomi and her daughters in-law are all that are left, and she heard in the country of Moab, how that the Lord had visited His people in giving them bread. And I I read this, and I, I always think, would you look at that? The Lord provided for His people back home. What a surprise that there was a famine. What a surprise that there, things got hard, but... You know, wouldn't you know it, the Lord came through. What a huge surprise. And Naomi heard this in Moab, and she decided, I'm going back to Bethlehem. I'm going to return into the land of Judah. I'm going to return home where I came from, where I belong. Because they do have what they need back home after all. And so you, you go down to, she has a discussion with uh, with her daughters-in-law and, um, and, and Ruth is the one that, that ends up going with her and uh, verse 19 says, so they two went until they came unto Bethlehem and it came to pass when they were come to Bethlehem that all the city was moved about them and they said, is this Naomi? And she said unto them, call me not Naomi. Call me Mara. You remember Mara? That place of bitterness? He said, Call me Mara, for the Almighty hath dealt very bitterly with me. I went out full, and the Lord hath brought me home again empty. Why then call ye me Naomi, seeing the Lord hath testified against me, and the Almighty hath afflicted me? Let me say this first before I go any further that any backslider, whether whether you just never see them ever, or whether it's a pew prodigal, because you can backslide sitting in the house of God, but any backslider can return to the house of the Lord to the house of bread and be restored. I'm telling you, any prodigal, any backslider, anyone whose heart and spirit and mind has wandered away from God and from the house of the Lord and from everything that they need can come back to the house of the Lord and be completely restored and renewed and God can completely make them new again And the Lord can bless them and give them favor and use them and let the anointing of the Holy Ghost flow through them and make them new. I'm telling you, it can happen for any backslider. (laughs) However, as we see in this passage, it's clear that leaving has left Naomi with a bitter taste in her mouth. Even though Naomi knew enough to know, I need to go back home. I need to go back where there's bread. I need to go back to where there is what I need. It's clear that Naomi wishes that she had never left the house of bread. And I'm sure that if Naomi could stand here in the flesh today and hold this microphone, she would tell you that there's nothing out there for you. There's nothing out there that you need more than you need the house of God, more than you need this life with God. You will not find what you're looking for outside of the church. You cannot leave the house of bread and find bread anywhere else. I'm telling you, Naomi knew enough. She had enough sense to know I need to go back home. But she got home and said, I wish I never had left. I don't even feel like Naomi anymore. Call me Mara because I'm bitter. There's something bitter inside of me. This world has left a bitter taste in my mouth. I did not find what I was looking for. In Moab, you see, when she came, or when there came a bump in the road, when things got hard, Naomi and Elimelech, her husband, left the house of bread to find bread. They left fulfillment to find fulfillment. They left the place with all the answers to find answers. They left where their purpose was to find purpose. They left satisfaction to find satisfaction. They left the place with everything that they would ever need to find what they thought they needed. They, were, they had deceived themselves. I want to tell you today uh, that this this is what I'm trying to convey to you today, and I hope that every person can hear me. Do not ever leave the house of God. I'm so thankful that there are ones that had left and they're sitting in this room today worshiping. I'm so thankful for the restoring power of God. But I'm telling you today, if you're listening to me, don't ever have that experience if you can help it. Don't ever leave the house of God. Don't ever leave the house of bread. You're never going to find what you need out there. I'm telling you that there's nothing out there for you. And I'm telling you that you'll die out there. And there 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 are 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 our former prodigals that can tell you, yeah, I died out there. My walk died out there, my spirit died out there. And they thank, I'm thankful for the resurrecting power of God. But they would tell you I'm sure anybody who's left and went to this world and been back would tell you today, don't have that experience. Don't go out there and lose so much and have to come back bitter. That sounds so, uh, some people, they look at that and they say, that's, that's, that's you, that's preachers and, and, and different ones wanting to have me under their thumb. They want to they wanna lead me and be a dictator in my life and tell me what I can and can't do. I'm telling you, don't ever leave the house of God. I'm t- I, Every age, every walk of life in this place today, I'm not preaching to just a specific age group or anything today. I'm telling you, everyone under the sound of my voice. Please hear me today. Because you will have the opportunity. And you will have the temptation. And the enemy will hold that door open for you. I'm telling you, don't leave the house of God. Do not leave the house of God. Listen, the enemy. He will entice you. And he will make it look great. And he makes it look like there's lasting provision out there. He makes it look so fulfilling. Like new revelation. Like I've discovered who I'm supposed to be. He makes it look like freedom. He makes it look like this is what I this is what I need to try. So that I can have success and I can have fulfillment in my life. And He will dress it up. Oh, He's so good at it. It'd be one thing if... if you know, I, like, I, I like to call Him stupid. But it'd be one thing if... You know, he's good at His job. He's good at being who He is. He's a liar. And the father of it... He's good at it. And He's good at holding something in front of you that is a lie. He's good at flashing something in front of you that is a lie. Because He's the master of it. I'm telling you that the enemy will only ever show you the shiny side of the coin. You listen to me. The enemy will only ever show you a bag of silver, but he won't show you Judas hanging from a tree. He'll show you Absalom the playboy, but he won't show you Absalom hanging by his hair with arrows stuck through his chest. The enemy will show you pleasure, and he'll show you fun, and he'll show you a good time. And he'll show you what looks like fulfillment. And he'll show you what looks like the answer you've been looking for. And he'll show you success. I tell you, he'll show you someone to cure all your loneliness. He'll show you someone that can fill that gap in your life. He'll show you friends and he'll show you relationships that'll cure all your problems. And make you feel what you want to feel. But he won't show you the cost. I don't care if I get two amens in this place. He won't show you the cost of it. He won't show you lost. He won't show you laying awake at night with tears in your eyes, hoping and praying, God, don't come back tonight. He won't show you the shame that is so unbearable. He won't show you the regret that you can't escape from. He won't show you the empty and and the broken side of things. He won't show you contemplating taking your own life because you can't even live with your own mistakes anymore. He won't show you so far into deception that you can't think straight enough to pray anymore. He won't show you a lake that burneth with fire. He just shows you that bag of silver. He just shows you this. If you just do this, you'd be out from under pastor's thumb. You could do what you want. You could wear what you want. You could go where you want. You could listen to what you want. You could have the life that you want. You could could have that Instagram life that you want so badly. You could be like those people. You could have tons of money. You could have a job and just be rolling in dough. You could, you could have all the success you'd ever want, but you're in chains sitting in that church. You're up under that pastor's thumb. You, 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 that book is on top of you and you can't get out from under it. Why don't you give yourself a little freedom? Why don't you explore yourself? Why don't you, why don't you find out who you are? You need to go out and work on your testimony. It's a lie from the pits of hell. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus and I stand against it, and I'm telling you, don't ever leave the house of God. Don't You would want, leave freedom and walk into bondage. It's deception. It's a lie. It's a mirage. It's not real. It doesn't last. It won't make
0: you live, but it'll surely make you die.
1: I tell you, the devil, nasty, stinking, lying serpent that hates you, he can only ever show you his rookies because he doesn't have any veterans. Because they don't last out there. There are no elders to look to in this world. There's there's old people. But the enemy doesn't have any elders. There are none who have been brought through to victory over and over again. And can say I'm still standing and I'm still, I still have a fulfillment and I truly did find everything that I want in this life. And I'll never let go of this life that the devil offered me. He can't show, all all he can show you is that flashy life of somebody who's just walked away. And it's big things in my future. Making that money. I found everything I ever needed. I have a new revelation. I got out from under pastor's thumb. And I, I, I can do whatever I want. And I, I make my own way. And I'm, I'm closer to God than I've ever been. I can't think of a polite word for that. So I'm not going to say one. Closer to God than I've ever been. Walk away from the house of God disobey the word of God, walk out from under that, that covering and that authority, and then have the nerve to say, I'm closer to God than I've ever been. God didn't give you that stuff. Let me tell you, you need to plant your feet in the church and make up in your mind, this is my home, and I'm not going anywhere, this life is my life, and I'm not going anywhere, this truth is what is going to say, it's Jesus only, it's Jesus only, I don't need to go out and find fulfillment anywhere else, because all I need is Jesus, and all these other things shall be added unto me. You need to plet your feet and say, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to stand and I don't care if it's feast or famine because the famine ain't going to last that long. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter. The famines are so much worse in the world because you never get back what you lost. You don't find restoration out in the world. You don't get made new out in the world. I'll say that again. The famine is so much worse in the world. Heartache hurts so much more in the world. Depression, it has a tighter grip than you can ever imagine when you get out in this world and realize how lost you are. I'm telling you, in this church, there are ministers and prayer warriors, and teachers, and preachers, and soul winners that are in this church, and the devil would love love to deceive you. Would love to deceive you. He'll get you to stop stacking chairs and cooking for banquets if he can. Because he just wants you to be disconnected from the church, from the source of life. He wants you to disconnect from the house of God. He wants you to disconnect from the people of God. He wants you hurt. He wants you bitter. He wants to say what you need is out there and not in here. He wants the voice of your pastor to be silenced in your life. He wants your involvement in the kingdom of God to cease. say a lot of times the devil devil don't care if you go to church as long as you're lost it sounds like I'm contradicting myself but I'm not because you can sit you can sit in the church pretty regularly still here in body but not in spirit here in body but your heart is far from this place and your heart is far from God and your mind is far from God And where your heart is, your mind is going to follow, your actions are going to follow, your body is going to follow, and it is, I've, I've talked about this before under this title, that it's a slow fade. It'd be one thing if, I know situations are different, but... You can see it happening. You can see it happening. Now listen to me. I want to say this. That I'm not preaching doom and gloom. And I'm not preaching because I'm scared that the church is going under and falling apart. No. God is working in this church. No, I'm excited about what God's doing. I'm preaching this to prevent. Because even it, it might not even, this might not even, you feel like it's not for you today. I'm, I'm planning. I know I'm, I'm not going anywhere. That's wonderful. But I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost that there's somebody today that's sitting here, and your mind and your heart is anywhere but here. Your mind, your heart is, how can I get more money? How can I find success? How can I find love? How can I not be lonely? How can I I find the fulfillment that I want? How can I do this and this and this? And the Lord is here today saying, I'm right here. Everything you need is right here. We've talked about prodigal prevention here recently. This is prodigal prevention. I'll move on. There are plenty of backsliders with success stories that quickly turn into very sad stories. Even if you can't see it, Because what their Instagram post says don't mean nothing. And what their Facebook status says don't mean a thing. When they're laying in bed crying. And they find themselves in a place on a weekend night that they thought they would never ever be. And when they find themselves in situations that they're scared to death, my life is over. And when they come to the realization when they're eating pig slop, and they come to the realization and say, Whoa, where am I where am I at?" And I thank God that like that prodigal, like it says, that they can come to themselves and say, I need to be back in my father's house. But that's not the message I'm preaching, though. I'm trying to tell someone that you're sitting in this house, you have not left, you've not decided I'm backsliding, but the enemy is trying to deceive you. And you've got a call on your life. And you've got an, the anointing of the Holy Ghost resting on your life, and it's so important. And the enemy is trying to steal that. He's trying to mess with your mind. And the more that he can keep you away from the house of bread, the more that he can keep you away from the house of God with anything, with anything the easier it gets. I've heard it said recently that the more you miss church, the less you miss church. Until you do. And you don't want to be that far. Anything the enemy can pull you away with. Anything the enemy can can make you carnal with. Anything that the enemy can get you to say, I'm not going to church, Uh, not tonight, not today. Anything the enemy can get you to say, I don't feel like it, Uh, there's too much going on. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm I'm not knocking and being insensitive to situations and things that arise, I understand it. But the enemy wants to capitalize on those things and make it easier and easier for you to say, I'm just not going to church anymore. I'm just not gonna live that life anymore. And it's a lie. It's a lie. This is my last point I'm gonna make today. If music wants to come. When Naomi bring it full circle here, when when Naomi came back, they said, It's Naomi she said don't call me naomi she said i'm i'm not i'm not naomi they call me mara cuz i'm bitter maybe i'm not bitter at someone but i've got a bitter taste in my mouth naomi went where she thought she'd find provision and she found worse heartache than she could ever imagine having in the house of bread. And lost her sons. and Lost her husband. All she found was death. All she found was emptiness. All She, she found herself in a place where all she could do was die there herself or go back to the house of God. She said, I'm I'm bitter there are things that I lost in the world and I'll never have them again I suffered so much hurt in the world and I wish I would never left I lost my identity out there and I can't even be called Naomi anymore I'm telling you again, if she could stand here today and say, just don't leave. Just don't leave. It, it was foolish of me to think that I could find what I needed outside the house of God. And so it uh, th- said, this, this, is, this is what it is. This, this is where you see Naomi's mindset change because at the beginning she said, uh, we're, we're empty here. I need to go out and get full. But here she says, I went out full and come back empty. She realized at this point, when I left the house of God, I left everything I needed. I left the purpose in my life. I left the call of God that was on my life. I left provision and fulfillment and joy unspeakable and full of glory. I didn't leave empty. I realize now that I left everything that I could ever need. Now listen. You can stand. I'm not saying that the Lord cannot restore you. If you've already walked away in your heart, maybe. I know you're sitting in the house of God today, but maybe your heart is not here. Your mind, your spirit is not even close to where it should be. If you know that I, I have walked away in my heart outside these four walls it's a different story I'm not telling you that you can't be restored and made new and that God cannot give you even more in your latter than in your former because he can don't deserve it but he can and he will and I wouldn't dare call on anyone today to raise their hand but I know that there are people in here today that have walked away and returned that would say, I'm so thankful for what God has restored. And I'm so thankful that God has made me new again. And Oh, the mercy and grace of God is great. But they would tell you, I wish that I had just never walked away. Because I experienced things in that world that I wish that I had kept myself from. And I... I lost things in that world that I, even though the Lord can make me new, the things that I just can't get back, things that I just can't ever undo, they would tell you. And so I'm asking us today, church, the Lord's trying to speak to us. You say, well, you know, Pastor would have been preaching today, yeah. But the Lord still knows that a word's got to be spoken to His people. And I'm telling you that the Lord is speaking to someone today. And saying, get leaving off your mind. Don't settle. Don't settle and say, I, I, I can settle and be fulfilled and I'll be fine. Don't say, I can find success and fulfillment in the world. Because you won't. I'm asking us today as a church, as a body, stand strong. Stand strong in the faith, in the truth, in the house of God, in the word of God. Let go. Let go of the other stuff. Let go. You got you got 1 foot in and 1 foot out the door. You got one hand in here holding your brother and your sister's hand and one hand outside the door. Let it go. Let it go. Someone needs to hear that right now. Let it go. And dive into this thing head first. And saturate your life in this and stay in the house of God and do what God has called you to do and what God will call you to do. It's so much easier to see what the Lord wants to do when you're not halfway in and halfway out. You're so confused, but you're halfway in and halfway out. If you just commit yourself and say, this is my life. This is how I'm going to live. I'm going to stand for this truth. And I'm going to do what God has called me to do. I'm telling you, God will give you clarity like you've never had before. So let's respond to the word of the Lord today. Can we come and can we find a place in this altar? And can we pray today? And can we ask God to help us to strengthen our resolve? If you need to repent, repent. If you need to ask God, Lord, just help me to stay strong, then just talk to the Lord today. Let's pour out our hearts to Him right now.
2: The more I see you The more
1: We need each other. And it'll be very hard to make it without each other. And I feel like the word of the Lord has been well received today. I feel like there is a strengthened resolve today. To plant your feet in the house of the Lord this one thing if I desired of the Lord and that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life I'm going to dwell in his house but listen I feel like it's been well received but I want want you to link up with someone today I want us to do like we do and find someone and I want this church to pray unified right now and I want you to pray not under a weight of condemnation today, but I want you to pray a prayer of thanksgiving and of hope and pray with authority and power in the Holy Ghost. And I want you to pray strength over your brother and your sister right now. Come on, church. I mean, not, not, not a prayer of dismissal. I want you to pray for the one that you're holding the hand. I want you to pray over them. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray with authority. Pray with power. We need each other. We need each other's prayers. Come on, put aside anything. Put aside any difference. Put aside anything laying on the altar and pray for your brother and your sister and realize I need you and you need me. And we're going to make it together. And we're going to stand in the house of God together. That's it, keep that going, keep that going. Just 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 let it flow for a minute. in this place I want you to take that hand you're holding just lift it lift it straight up to heaven take that hand and lift it straight up to heaven this come on take somebody's hand and lift it up lift their hand to heaven not your hand lift their hand this is a picture of the church this is the church holding each other's hands up My brother my sister, I'll hold your hands up when you're weak. I'll lift you up in prayer. I'll fast for you. I'll intercede for you. I'll make sure that you never leave the house of God and you do the same for me. This is the church. We're going to make it together. Oh I feel something Oh I
2: feel
1: something
2: <laughs> Shonda <laughs> re She will
1: we are having prayer Friday night and the Lord spoke I mean the Lord spoke and the Holy Ghost reminded us it was so simple but it was so profound and he said if you know that you are as far as you are Because of me. If you know that you have come this far. Because of me. Then you can know. That you'll get the rest of the way. Because of me. Not because of anything else that you can find. Not because of anything new that you can do. Not because of a person, a job, a thing, anything else that you can find. But if you know people, if you know that you're standing in the house of God and you've come this far only because of Jesus, then you need to know that it's only because of Jesus that you will get to where He's calling you to go. You don't have to look for anything else. in feast, and famine, in the valley, on the mountaintop. You don't have to look anywhere else. If God has given a promise, then it's only by Him that you'll obtain the promise. God has promised this church so many things. Look at where we are today, after 12 years. Look at where we are as a church because of him and we will obtain everything that he has promised us because of him you don't have to look anywhere else could you clap your hands to the Lord one more time today and someone just lift up a hallelujah Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful for the word of God that makes me shout. And I'm so thankful for the word of God that tears my guts out and throws them on the altar and fixes me. Amen. And saves me. Amen. It's hard to, hard to stop. Love you, church. And if it means anything, I believe in you. We ought to believe in each other and stand and dwell in the house of the Lord forever together. We're going to make it together. Amen. Amen. Remember to continue to pray for those that are sick today. Take authority over that sickness in Jesus' name. We're going to see it, we're going to see it leave this congregation in Jesus' name. The season of sickness is going to come to a close. It's going to be a season of victory. We already have victory in sickness, but it's going to be a season of healing and wellness and wholeness. And we're going to walk in that victory and walk in that that healing that the Lord has brought. Amen. Don't miss prayer tomorrow night at seven o'clock. Bring someone with you and go out today with your head held up, knowing I belong to the Lord. I love you, church. Be dismissed in Jesus'
2: name.